Welcome to episode eight of Flight, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Mike. And I'm Dave. How you doing, Mike? Better in the road conditions, Dave. Snowing. Ooh, yeah. Had to very treacherous. Good thing the South Studios well within walking distance. <laughs> How about yourself? Pretty good. Yep. Um, just gearing up to uh, deal with said snow conditions. Kids are hoping there's a snow day, but I think it's going to end before. It's supposed to be done around 10 o'clock, but they can always hope. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, In vain. At the South Studio here, it was uh, your turn mm -hmm. to purchase the selections. We have uh, some interesting selections. We had some interesting interesting selections uh, last week. We have uh, another three interesting selections here tonight. Uh, the first of which is going to be Malibu Beer. It's a lager with natural coconut flavor added, and that's from the Carib Brewing Limited, Champ Floors, San Juan, Laventille, Trinidad, and Tobago. Did I pronounce it right? I think so. Tobago. Yeah. Probably Tobago nobody, Tobago. Probably nobody from that country listening anyway, so we'll get, <laughs> we'll get away with it. So disappointed. All right. So that'll be the first one. All right. Well, let's get this. It says Spirit of the Summer, so that'll maybe take our, our mind off of the, the snow for into our fan-supported mugs. Actually, probably the clearest of any of our For tastings sure. this uh, pod's career, all eight episodes. It actually looks like you know a basic beer. Smells like Corona. Cheers. Cheers. First, first reaction, you're on the beach and putting suntan lotion on and you happen to get a little bit too close to your mouth and you taste the suntan lotion. That's what, <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's that's what that beer tastes is. like. Yeah. Uh, again, I kind of, I, I have first taste. I like it. The coconut's not overpowering. Um, Unfortunately, because I do not like coconut unless it's a Mounds or an Almond Joy, but that's artificial coconut, so that doesn't even <laughs> hardly count. So no coriander, no coconut. Well, the coconut actually surprisingly is way better than the coriander, right. so I'll be able to muscle through this 12-ounce bottle. It 5% IBUs were not available, and the untapped rating, the untapped crowd wasn't too happy with it. You know, only come in at a 2.32 rating, but we will get to our ratings in a little bit. I can definitely see. I don't mean to cut you off. I can definitely see where you got the um, the coconut <laughs> lotion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just, it, there's something that there's, and you know, it's just you know, it's not even. It's a it's an import, so they got a little different palette, maybe or something. Or well, I don't it know, should but. it should be paired with the Tropicana oil commercial oh, they, yeah. that's that's what it tastes like you know the, the brown squeeze bottle of the tropicana the suntan lotion that's exactly what the beer tastes like so now i don't know if that's a ringing endorsement or not but as this is a football podcast dave and since there's no nfl this year for now as obviously they'll kick the season back off in, in september of 2020 yep we do have the second rendition of vince mcmahon's xfl Initial thoughts, reactions. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of waiting to see how this is going to roll. I'm skeptical. As am I, but 
a few positives that I noticed because I did watch decent-sized portions of all four games this weekend. Uh, there were two yesterday and two today. Uh, first thing, unlike the first version of the XFL, there was no Vince McMahon strutting. Is strutting a word? I don't know. Strutting it to just make, became one. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's going to okay. be our new uh, pod <laughs> word, strutting. So whenever you don't want something, we're strutting. Vince McMahon comes out to the 50-yard uh, line. This is the XFL, as you would see in his wrestling right. programs. Right. But uh, none of that this weekend. And the other thing that jumped out, you know, you would think a nickel-dime promotion like the XFL would be two schlups like you and I call in the game. But actually, three of the four announced teams I was pretty impressed with. Uh, the first game yesterday was led by Steve Levy. Second game yesterday was led by Kurt Menefee. And then the first game today, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. Yeah, now, that's solid. I don't know if Greg Olson is going to retire or not. I actually liked him. I don't think he's done yeah. any announcing before, and you could tell he was a bit, yeah. you know, nervous. And he, and he, a ste- bit. He, ste- he stepped on his tongue a couple times, which you know, highly trained professionals like right. you and I, right. we don't struggle oh, with no, that issue no. ever. But right. I, I thought Greg Olson brought a lot of energy, and he was very entertaining on the game. And then ESPN, the, the fourth and final game of the day, uh, Tom Hart and Joey Galloway. Who, who are they? But. The saving grace on that announced team was one Pat McAvee, a social media megastar who right. brings a lot of charisma and energy. So I think McAfee working the sidelines will be, even if the game is shitty, I think McAfee will add some value to those games. Um, Agreed. The other, the two other points I noticed, I think I like the way they are emphasizing the gambling, quite frankly. Because on the screen, like, you know how you know you get your normal score, like Team A, zero, Team B, three, yeah, right. quarter, down and distance? Yeah. Well, in addition, periodically they put on there, uh, who was to the, the second game today, I believe it was Dallas, the D- Dallas Renegades. Next to the DAL, it right. said minus 9.5. And then it went to 52.50 slash U. And anybody who's anything to do with gambling knows they are pushing the gambling, which I think you could have people, if you put cow urine in a jug and made it a betting sport, there would be (laughs) interest in it. There would be be interest in that. I don't like the kickoff rule. They kick off. The kicker stands where you would normally stand, but then the – Ten other guys right. are lined up against one another, two yards apart, and cannot move until the receiving the player receiving the ball, the ball touches, touches it. it. I don't like that. But as much as you want to make fun of the XFL, uh, they do bring some interesting yeah things to, to the game. Like the the one that thing that I really like. There's there's a official on the field. And he's got a red hat. The only thing that guy does. And maybe in some cases it'll be a gal because I did see some female officials, but none with the red hat. 
The only responsibility of the red hat is he marks the ball ready for play. So oh. he's not looking for penalties or nothing. He grabs the ball, puts it down, clock's going. Yeah. So they yeah. want to keep the action moving. Moving. I do like how they go into the replay booth, and you can hear the guy talking to the official on the field. So the, the XFL, they were the ones that brought the sky cam. So they're they're getting they're getting the consumer the the viewer it, yeah, involved it, a lot more exactly trying to engage them a lot more in what's going on now that, that, it, that'll probably be good or bad I mean you still have to have good football right and it's it was my uh, sister Caitlin texted me asking me how competitive these teams would be and I told her that the upper echelon college teams could probably beat these teams like Clemson. Sure. LSU, Alabama. Right. I mean, I think these teams would could beat like the worst team in the MAC or the, you know the bottom two teams in the Big Ten, perhaps. Right. And yeah. simply because there's a lot of guys that are past or prime and or want one last shot of glory, or sure. quite frankly, just want to make some money right now. Because if you win the game, the winning team divides a hundred thousand dollars among the active roster. So there is incentive yeah. to win oh, the yeah. game. There's... So you know the guys are going to be playing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I uh, you were talking about the betting part, and I just, you know, if you've ever been to like a horse track or something like that, I can see the I can see the concourse of some of the football stadiums. You know, people running down. Oh, exactly. That, <laughs> at the end of the quarter, and with more and more states legalizing sports betting, I mean, Michigan has legalized it. It hasn't taken gone into effect yet, but been been inked. So, yeah. uh, other than that, I don't. You know, it'll be interesting to see. It's a short season. The championship game is on April 20-something. So, you know, they're not really competing against anything. The NBA playoffs haven't started. The NHL playoffs haven't started. Baseball will be in its very early stages of the season. So it's not competing against anybody. So, and it's one more thing to bet on. Uh, What do you bet on this, uh, this Malibu beer having a good rating? Even money, I think it's even money. I mean, it's not going <laughs> to okay. it's not going to get a, a grand rating from me, but it's certainly not. We've had worse easily. Yeah, we had uh, we had a one and a point nine. And yeah, and Malibu beer, even with the coconut flavor, is going to smoke that rating. <clears throat> I will lead us off in episode eight with the first ranking. I'm going to be slightly better than the untapped crowd who scored at 2.32, I'm going to go 2.45 because I just wanted to be higher than the untapped. As I'm finishing this or getting to the bottom of it, I'm liking it less and less. I don't know what's coming through. Um, Like I said, my first taste, I liked it. You know, the coconut, it was – but, yeah, whatever it is in there that you were talking about, the – the sunscreen, I don't know why. Or maybe, maybe that's a subliminal That's thing. what I was just going to say. Know. Maybe I got in your head. Now you're thinking you're you tasting sunscreen. You might have gotten in my head a little bit. But um, I'm going to go, man, uh, I've got to go with a, I'm going to go with a 2.25. All right, well, go a little bit below the untapped. Yeah, so we're right in line, though. I mean, I'm 2.45, untapped 2.32, and you 2.25, so. Yeah, I've got a... I think we're all on the same page with that one. I think we are, too. All right. Um, next up, we have Sheboygan Brewing Company's Chocolate Covered Cherry Stout. Uh, it has a 6.8% alcohol content with 11 IBUs, and the untapped rating is 
just based on how the the design on the can is it looks like uh looks like you're gonna pour out a like an ice cream sundae or something like that i don't yeah it's the description is a cordial stout rich in malt dark chocolate and cherries the sheboygan brewing company.com hey that's a free plug for them isn't it yeah and uh, by the way, Dave, did you know the zip code of Sheboygan was 49721? I did not know that. According to the can, it is. Well, you learn something every day, don't you? I try not to. All right. All right. Holy I, smoke. Oh, oh, baby, this is dark. <laughs> I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't lying, was I? Sure this isn't Quaker State? <laughs> oh, God. Holy smokes. And ironically enough, I poured into my maple grill pint glass, and it looks like we poured maple syrup into the glasses of this. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, nice cherry smell. That might be a winner. Yeah. the You taste the cherry more than the chocolate. A little bit, yeah, let me have another taste. I think there's a little bit almost of, not bitterness, but maybe like a yeah. dank taste to it after you the initial cherry hits your palate. Yeah, but it's a solid, you got some chocolate in there. It's a solid stout. There's the chocolate. I, I guess maybe as you go, but the cherry is the first thing that sure. get, hits the senses. Yep. Yeah. That is, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you when I get about halfway through that almost seems like it might be a meal. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. I don't, I definitely, I mean, I've only had two drinks, but I definitely, this would be something you'd like with a nice burger, steak, something like that. I don't think you, I personally wouldn't be able to drink this all night long. Oh, no. I mean, but the <clears> – no, but this is definitely definitely something to try. Uh, anyway, so. as, we, as we get through this to see if we match up with our rankings and untapped, um, potpourri of topics. But before we get into those, Dave, I wanted to let you know what a dangerous business that you two, you and I are venturing into. Really? Because I don't know if you heard the news. I got this from the New York Post. Yeah. They're talking about us in the Post? Kind of indirectly. <laughs> but craft beer hater pulls gun on people outside Brooklyn's other half brewing company. What? And I'm not going to read the whole article to the listeners, but uh, it was kind of funny that because I'm So thinking, you're saying I got to wear a flak jacket now. We might have to because anyway, there's a, bread and bre a bed and breakfast right by this uh, Brooklyn's other half brewing company. And periodically they run a new tasting and people like on Black Friday, they literally wait outside this, oh, uh, this yeah. brewer brewing company in line to wait for whatever it is they've got coming out. Sure. And this guy comes out and starts just berating people in line, like, oh, what are you guys, you guys are all idiots, why are you waiting in line for a beer, you guys are stupid, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, so obviously the beer drinkers give it a little bit back to him, right. and he, and then he randomly says, well, I've got a Glock, i got a Glock 9, and like, 
went back into the bed, bed and breakfast, but none of the people in line are yeah, like, well, well, who's gonna, yeah, who's this guy's gonna, an idiot. Anyway, he comes out with a Glock 9 and throws a can of White Claw at somebody who gave him shit about, and it was just, I, I couldn't believe it. And then, and then, you know, everybody's like, and then the guy just goes back in the bread and breakfast. And so one of the people in line called the cops. The guy didn't even leave. Only one person in line called the cops? I don't know how many called the cops. Anyway, the guy was arrested. Yeah. But he didn't even leave. But I thought the funniest thing is he's bragging people for waiting for craft beer and throws a can of white claw at him. But anyway. Oh, All right, God, so what else what you got? What else you got for us here, Dave? I thought that was a funny story because I was like, "Wow, this is a dangerous business we're venturing into." <laughs> Apparently, uh, I think we're just going to go over some standings, just in case anybody has not kept up or been busy, or we'll just fly through some of the various sports that are, um, you know, in season right now. So, um, you want to go with uh, NFL quick? Uh, NFL, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Oh, geez, did I say NFL? <laughs> yeah, and NHL. Sorry, uh, NHL. My uh, my sweet spot right now at EPOD FFA. I give out ice picks daily. Admittedly, the last couple days they've been lukewarm at best, but the Red Wings are the team to bet against. But ironically enough. They've won two of their last three games. They've beaten Buffalo and Boston, uh, including Boston today. So, I, and Boston's one of the better teams in the league. So, I would have to go back and look. Are they, that would still keep them in the basement, though. I think. Oh yeah, they're so they're actually probably a dozen points They're behind like sixteen wins or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and they're probably a dozen points behind second to last. Yeah, but I mean, the Bruins to lose the to. Loose to the Red Wings, the Bruins actually may have called – how many lines in hockey are there? Four. You got five guys <laughs> per line. That's 20 and a goal. They may have called 21 guys or gals out of the stands. Hey, we're playing the Red Wings. You guys want to play? Because that was – I mean, they were a huge favorite. Even though they had played yesterday, um, for them to lose to the Red Wings, that's – I mean, I guess the Red Wings are an NHL team. They're going to win some games. but Sure. Smart money, bet against the Red Wings, and you should win more often than not. Although I think Iserman at some point will get it turned around. It's just not going to happen overnight. The Senators are on a five-game losing streak. <laughs> For any Ottawa fans out there, I know we got a big contingent of listeners right. in Ottawa, Dave. Right. Um, what about the Western Conference? What's going on? Uh, I think the Avalanche, they're on a three-game winning streak. Uh, Blackhawks, it's uh, hard. It's like with the Wings and the Blackhawks. What's what's going on with those two teams being in the being in such disarray? The Blackhawks are kind of surprising. I, I know they made some changes, but they still have like some tremendous players. Patrick Kane's one of the best American-born players in the league, but I guess one guy can't do it. Their their goaltending isn't as strong as it once was, so. Yeah, the Red Wings, like I said, the Red Wings are just in rebuild mode. That's why. I mean, that's easy to explain. I mean, they were so good. I mean, they made the playoffs two million years in a row. Sure. So yeah, and that was the big article was uh, Iserman was trying to find before before the draft. He's trying to beat the uh, February what is it twenty fourth deadline um, to try to get some trades or something to that extent. Try to get some other players in there so they know how to pick during the draft and. 
of all the four major sports, the NHL usually has the busiest trade deadline. And it, I mean, it literally people just are just getting traded left, okay. literally left, left and right. right. Uh, the ice pick for today, the Rangers. No, the Rangers just scored. They're up three to one. Today's ice pick was the Rangers minus one seventy five. I think it was, and minus a goal and a half at plus one forty five. So, with two forty eight left in the third, three to one. We're looking good on that ice pick. That's that's a big payday taking the puck line. Nice puck line. Nice, nice. You have, you, you, puck line you usually <laughs> take against teams like the Wings because typically when like Boston, I'm, I'm sure Boston was like you had to bet three hundred to win a hundred. Yeah. Today, right. So typically, what's best to do in a game like that is you give a goal and a half, and you can get Boston at like maybe plus one ten. Sure. I mean, you would have lost both bets in that particular game, but I didn't give out that game. I gave out the Rangers over the Kings. <laughs> smart man. That's uh, why you're the champ. Now, switching. Do I still have to call you the champ? Yes, I'm the champ until, the, <laughs> until <laughs> September. Until, yes. Okay. Thank you for All bringing right. that up. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yo, I was trying to be modest, but and that's not a strong suit for me. Modesty <laughs> is not my strong suit. But shifting from one acronym to the other, NHL to UFC, Alex, Sorry to not give you your third straight shout-out. Shout-out? Shout-out. So I'm going to start a new streak today, and you have to come up. Kalamazoo, is that come up or come over? Come up. You have to come up and watch one of these UFCs with us. You're the one who wants UFC talk. Dave and I know virtually nothing about UFC, so we got to get together and watch, which would be UFC 248. I don't know what the card is on that or when it is, but we got a plan. I know you got your... Uh, the pro day at Western coming up. So I respect that. But anyway, UFC 247 did not see it. Half the people say Jones won. Half the people say Jones shouldn't have won. But the old catchphrase yeah. in boxing and sports like that, right. you know, to beat, to beat the champ, you have you to, to beat, beat the, the champ. champ. And, and he didn't so right. Jones is the champ still. Yeah, I mean they. Um, I think I, if I remember the stats, and I'm not looking at them right now, but uh, Jones had two takedowns. Um, Reyes had zero, um, and Jones had some control time. Reyes didn't, but like you said, in the first what round or two, yeah. is what I read, um, you know, Jones got the crap beat out of him yep. by most people's standards. Right, exactly. It, you know, but he didn't do enough damage where people would say, okay, well, I'm not going to take his title away, which, and, and that's where I think boxing really lost the luster it once had because of a lot of the scoring. It's like, well, you got guys scoring and how did so-and-so win that fight? He, he didn't win that fight. He got his ass kicked and then it lost its credibility. And right. not to mention the fact that there's no top marketing names. Right. And it's funny. We mentioned the NHL and the UFC together because I'm baffled as to why hockey wants to get fighting out of the game. A couple of examples that, you know, why it, it should remain in the game. Right. Number one, the UFC is popular. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah. not admittedly, I mean, you could argue that it's barbaric. 
Sure. I mean, I mean, not everybody, you know, families aren't sitting around the TV on Friday nights watching it, but yeah, it's, 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 it's really popular, but people love it. Yeah. I mean, it almost, you know, if you want to get, you know, historical, I mean, the, the gladiators all all the way back. Absolutely. Everybody wants to see a fight. Sure. And in the NHL, uh, last weekend, I believe it was, maybe it was two weekends ago. I think it was last weekend on the battle of Alberta, Calgary and Edmonton hate each other. It's actually a good rivalry. And lo and behold, this led to this, led to this. Two goalies squared off right at center ice. <laughs> I mean, that that's that's slap shot hockey. That's awesome. And it was and and you know how many people were so disappointed with all that the game's too violent and everybody turned their heads and walked out? I know. That's <laughs> what drew the biggest <laughs> ovation of the entire game. Right. I mean, and it's just it's I don't I know some people don't like it, but it's like, why do you want to get something out of it? I mean, you're trying to sell your product. Who right. cares? I mean, right. you know, obviously within reason you're not you don't want to see sure. somebody get, you know, although I think there would be a minor part portion of the population that would want to see somebody get decapitated with the stick. <laughs> you know, but now obviously that's that's <laughs> over the line. Right. Except for the decapitees family. <laughs> well, yeah, right. exactly. But you know, it is but so I just don't understand. I I think our pod's motto, crusade, has got to be to get slap shot back into. Yeah, I mean, and just like, um, uh, just like uh, bad boys basketball, you know, at some point it gets to go over the top, and you got to right. reel it back in a little bit. But that's like everything else. So you reel it back in a little bit, but you can't take it out completely. Right. As a hockey fan, I was a I was the type of guy that. I, I went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. That's the hockey I wanted to see. You know, and I was a uh, season ticket holder for the Spirit for the first seven years, and there were fights. And now you go to a Spirit game, and if you see a check, you're almost your heart right. comes to a stop. Like, oh, holy cow, I saw a check. Right. But I so. If this podcast ever gets big enough, Dave, we are going to get fighting back, back into, into hockey. hockey. Absolutely. All right. What do you say we rate the second beer? The chocolate-covered cherry stout from the Sheboygan Brewing. Brewing. What is with you tonight? Uh, I can't talk. I, I'm like Greg Olson. You know, I stumble over my words a little bit. I'm still I'm, I'm, a, I'm a work in progress, still learning. <laughs> uh, I think I go first this time. Uh, let's see. Had to had to get down there towards the bottom. Um, <laughs> talk on it. Yeah, I I like it. This would be I would I would pick this up again, like you said, if I had a, like a burger or a steak or something like that at a restaurant. It would be probably one of the first things I would go to. But I'm certainly you can't have too many of them. I mean, I don't. Maybe you can, but um, you can never have too much beer. Well. Um, I'd be, I'd be, I would be flat out just full from two of these. Um, I'm going to go with a 3.75. I'm going to stick with the quarter, quarter points. All right. Um, because I'm just thinking about ones that I've rated in the past, um, in terms of drinkability, um, you know, you know, will I have, could I have more than one? Those are kind of things I'm thinking about when I'm rating it. Um, really good flavor on this, though. Nothing is, 
it's not too bitter, but there is some bitterness to it. Some good beer flavor. You can a hint of the chocolate, a little bit more of the cherry, but nothing's overpowering. What say you? I say that the folks who voted and ranked chocolate covered cherry stout from the Sheboygan Brewing Company were spot on. So I will copy them and I'm going to also give it a 3.83. Very pleasant. Way better than the Malibu beer, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, most excellent. For our third tasting, we have the Dogman Ale. This is from Beards Brewery in Charlevoix, Michigan, and they also have a pub in Petoskey. It's 8%, and on untapped, the IBUs was not available. And this has an untapped rating of 3.75. All heed the hellacious snarl of the malevolent beast. Beware the dogman as he prowls the wood line. Where ye de not go. Better to take shelter in the cabin with a spear-quenching ale. Deep ruby in color, warming but smooth, sweet and caramely with a touch of smoke. Pairs well with late-season camping. Cold nights by the fire and braised venison shanks. Also a superb braising liquid. That's not bad off the fucking cup, is it, Dave? No, that's pretty good. I, I have a knack for coming up with shit like that. When when I'm motivated by yeah. a beer with You a just saw the label and, and yeah. thought of that? And it you know what what the other thing that I thought of amongst those beautiful poetry yeah. was who would win in a fight? The dog man or Z's pet polar bear? Because they were both ferocious-looking beasts. They do have the glowing eyes. I'd have to go probably go with the polar bear since he outweighs them by a couple tons. And it's a the the most dangerous animal, animal on earth. Yeah. But anyway, let's see if all the hullabaloo is worth it. There you go, Shannon. There's one word. Kind of a caramely. Yep, not quite as dark as the... Chocolate covered oh, cherries we just drank. No way. Not even light could escape that. Uh, and by the way, after a two week slump, three straight solid beer pours by yours truly. So I'm, nice. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Cheers. Cheers. This is kind of right on par with the um, with the Sheboygan with and this I, now that I'm about to say it it sounds ridiculous but it's right on par with the Sheboygan uh, chocolate cho- chocolate covered cherry without the chocolate in the cherry. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, it almost tastes like it almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On here, it doesn't say anything about a sex. That's almost like a porno with no sex. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you said it's just like it except no chocolate or cherry. (laughs) Okay, not – wow, that came out of nowhere. I guess. It went 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 off the rails quick. (laughs) But it is you, so I guess it's not nowhere. Um – no, it doesn't say stout or anything on here. It says seasonal. So based on 
Um, based on your description that you came up with off the top of your head, uh, this is kind of more of a fall. Yeah, it, it said camping or a cold night by the fire. Yeah, I guess. Should have built us a fire, Dave. Some Sorry host you are. Yeah. What do you think? I don't so far, so good. I like it a little Scotch ale. You know, I think it would. I think it would uh, buckle you if you went all night with it. Well, at eight percent, sure. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. Okay, we're at the random question segment of our show. And Here, since you're the host, I am you the pose host. The question. I am posing the question. I am going to read you three movie lines. Now. Um, I know one of them is slightly paraphrased only because I couldn't find the direct line online. So I will do the best I can for those of you out there that are movie line connoisseurs. Here's my first one. I'm going to read the line. You have to tell me what movie it's from. There may be other details that you might be able to remember. All right. And I'll try my best to put it in the the context and with the, like the vernacular of the person that, that said it. So here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. Blazing Saddles. Oh my God. That's awesome. Absolutely. Um, Clevin Little was the actor with Gene Wilder. They starred in Blazing Saddles, right? And when I was, when I was kind of looking this up just to make sure I was getting it all right, you you know who, you know who wrote it? Mel Brooks. Okay, but who else was on the team that wrote this? One person really surprised me. That I had no idea. Richard Pryor. Oh, I did not know that. Isn't that weird? Yeah, very weird. Yeah. Where are all the white women at? (laughs) Quote by said actor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Number two. Am I okay? My nuts are halfway up my ass, but other than that, I'm perfect. That was kind of a little more cartoony, but his voice was kind of cartoony in the movie. And this was the 80s. Is it a Wayans that said it? I'll give you a hint. Michael Anthony Hall said it. Oh, okay. Um, Am I okay? My nuts is halfway up my ass, but other than that, I'm perfect. I'm sure I've seen it if it's Michael Anthony Hall, but I can't think of the movie. Weird Science. Oh. They went out on the town. Yeah. Yep. They were in the car. Weird uh, Science is when the guy gets turned into a blob of shit at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that yeah. movie. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Right. Here we go. Number three. <clears throat> Did you stop to think we're getting strapped into a chair on 10 tons of rocket fuel in a rocket built by the lowest bidder. That's the one that's paraphrased quite a bit. I didn't I couldn't find it exactly. And, and I don't know. Okay, the star in the movie, the mega star in the movie was Bruce Willis, but that's not who said it. Oh, I, I think I've seen the movie. I don't even think I'm going to 
saw it once, but I don't. Uh, when you tell me the name of it, I'll know it because it didn't. Did you stop didn't he save the world? But didn't he talk to his daughter at the end of yeah, the movie? Yeah, yeah, yep, okay, yep, so You got it. You got it. What is the name? Armageddon. Right. Armageddon. Yeah. That's right. The character was Rockhound, but that's Steve Buscemi. Okay. Probably one of the best uh, supporting actors slash. You know, he's in about a thousand movies. So, Mike, I'm, I'm proud of myself for getting the. You uh, did right, Bolton, the Blazing Saddles, blazing one. Sa- right yeah. out, right out of the gate. All right, so Mike, my question to you is: Do you what is your favorite movie line? Ooh, wow! I have a lot of them. And you're probably going to have to guess it after I say it. Okay. Is that is that what? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Let's do um, that. Let's do it that way. Do I go chalk or do I try to stump you? Mm. I, I I gotta go chalk because arguably the greatest lines slash scenes because there's actually gonna be a multiple. All right. And you're gonna know as soon as soon as I say like three words, you're gonna know where it's from. But you ask me my favorite quote, and I'm gonna tell you. You want the truth? I think I'm entitled. You can't handle the truth. I want the truth. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. Jack Nicholson in, oh, my God. <laughs> I can see the whole That wasn't thing. the name. I that know. Was, oh. And as Dave um, thinks the of the wall, name. The, the wall, the. Uh, the as Dave uh, is thinking of uh, the name of the movie, yes, I know I probably paraphrase a little bit of the give and take between Cruz and Nicholson. But the, the last line is my favorite line that I referred to. So I don't want any criticism. A few good Larry. Men. Yes. A few good men. A few good men. Got it. Yep. Honorable mention line that I, that I do have that it was down to this. And that's why I said I was going to go chalk. You don't care whether she comes, stays, lays, or prays. Whatever happens, your toes are still tapping. And when you got that, then you got the attitude. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you've got that one memorized. Oh, that's you've my favorite. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I hope that one was – I hope – You're not even going to guess what movie that's from? No, I thought – oh, I thought that you I thought you said that was from the same movie. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I said honorable mention. Oh, 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 oh. Um, and you okay. don't care if she comes, stays, lays, or prays. Whatever happened, your toes, are still, your toes are still tapping. And then when you got that, then you've got the attitude. Um, oh, my God. Um, that's not uh, Top Gun. No. No. And then, all right, I'll give you another line. This is a giveaway line. And if, hey, Dick Fisher, if you ever listen to this, I know you already know this. You're, you're screaming it right now. You already know it. But here's another line from this movie. This dead giveaway. Hope you had a hell of a piss, Arnold. <laughs> that actually made me a better line than the one I gave you. Oh, crap. I know. Oh. Do you want me to give you the yeah, giveaway line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I've been thinking about that, Mr. Hannon. Oh. <laughs> We're both. Fast times, times at Ridgemont High. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah. that that one, too, is, well, I, I thought since you're here and I'm here, 
I'd order some pizza because it's our time, Mr. Hand. You're right, Mr. Spicoli. And then everybody comes out <laughs> and he's just like looking. Underrated, right. great movie. Yeah. All right, but here speaking, we go. Yeah, speaking of great, let's uh, rate this beer. Unless you have something else. Nope, I don't. That's that's all I got for right now. Um, the Dogman Ale. A Scotch Ale. A wee heavy, it says. on. Uh, that's, what the, that's what it said on Untapped. Um, what do you think? It's your turn, actually, to go on this one. All right. Untapped rated 3.75. I think... Our untapped crew is a little uh, selling the dog man a little short. So 3.75. Is it a four? Is it a four? It is a solid buckling beer that I would like to just continue to drink to get hammered. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and rank the dog man. My favorite of the night. So it definitely has to be over a 3.83. So I'm going to come in at a round number, solid four. So you have it at a 4.0. Now, I just said uh, just a little bit ago that um, I thought it had a lot of the same flavors as the Sheboygan um, chocolate-covered cherry, minus the cherry and the chocolate. And so, I, I mean, as far as drinkability and how many I would have in the situations I would have it in, all those factors included, I got to put it at the same rating that I put the Sheboygan Chocolate Covered Cherry, which was a 3.75, which is this exact same rating as, un, as uh, on Untapped. So, and not to, as actually the exact same rating you gave the Chocolate Covered Cherry. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yep. And... I can respect the rating. A little confused by the rationale because it it tastes just like the chocolate and the cherry covered of Sheboygan, except there's no chocolate or cherry. So it tastes, other than that, it tastes just like it. <laughs> just like it, but different. No, I, I just the same. Like it's it's a heavy, almost like a stout. You know, if you threw some chocolate and cherry in there, it would have that same dark color. <laughs> I don't. And if my aunt had balls, she'd be my <laughs> uncle. Right. Exactly. All right. So anyway, follow us on Facebook. <laughs> we don't have a Facebook <laughs> no, account, no. so nobody's going to follow us on Facebook. On Twitter at EPODFFA. And listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many others. And don't forget, subscribe. And leave a rating. Tell us how stupid and shitty we are. We don't care. The rating are, is what helps grow this into the mega monster it's become. But for now, I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott said, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>